0: Welcome to LOA Today! Walt Thiessen, Alex King and Bill G here. Today is Tuesday, April the 16th, 2019. It's 8 a.m. in New York. It's 5 a.m. in Los Angeles, 1 p.m. in London and Sydney, Australia. I still haven't quite figured out what time it is this time of day, but whatever it is, wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode <laughs> of LOA Today, Your Daily Dose of Happy. And I'm happy that we're on this new schedule where I am just doing one daily dose a day. Two daily doses was nice. Sometimes it turned into overdose, but it was a good kind of an overdose. But it did get to the point. <laughs> a little bit long on the hours. So yeah, I know, but it was, it was a little long on the hours, and I, I need some time back. But one dose a day is still good, don't you think? I, I think it is. I anyway. think I think one dose a day is is good enough. <laughs> yeah, there, there used to be a vitamin called that one a day. I don't know if it still exists or not, but
1: it oh, does. Still, yeah, it does.
0: Does it? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Bill is Bill is celebrating the fact that he's done with the tax season. So congratulations, Bill. Yay! And in fact, millions of Americans across the country are breathing a sigh of relief. Thank God that's over. There is relief happening all over the place here in the United States.
1: Either that or they woke up this morning and realized, oh, crap, I didn't do my taxes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there are a few of those, too, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But, uh anyway, no, it's all good, and uh everything is getting better every single day. That's the thing we have to keep reminding ourselves. I was mm-hmm. noticing that this morning i I was doing my mirror exercises this morning, and uh, during the mirror exercises, I was feeling really good about myself, which I like i mean, among other things, that tells me that my mirror exercises are paying off, and that mm-hmm. I am you know developing the kind of self confidence and self esteem that I've been wanting to develop um but it also was kind of a nice reminder like you know. Everything really is working out well. You know, there may be bumps along the road and so forth, but things really are working out well, and, yeah. and that's a good feeling. That's a really good feeling. So
1: yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: Oh, and Bill, I got to tell you something. Oh, I got your book. Hey.
1: Well, it's not my book, but anyway. <laughs> no, well, yeah, I mean, you didn't write it. I know that, but. I
0: was and like, and that I, doesn't I, look like his name. <laughs> and I even
1: got the one to go along with it. So
0: you know, excellent, I've got, excellent i got the pair here, now, I, and I've been reading the first one. I haven't gotten to the second one yet, and uh, I can see what you mean about the, the depth of it. Um, yeah. The thing I haven't figured out, and maybe your pendulum will tell me what the real reason is, but I don't know why I bought it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really don't know. I mean, I have some sort of quasi-reasons that I gave, but as I was sitting there, looking at the Amazon page that said, uh, here are your two order book, books to order. They're going to cost $35, including shipping press here, and I'm thinking to myself, why am I pressing this button? I don't know why I want these books, yeah. but I did. Well, <laughs> so.
1: perhaps, well, I've got a good friend who's in Massachusetts who's going to be teaching a, uh, a basic uh, SRT class pretty soon. Oh, okay, maybe that's what is. <laughs> I'm preparing for that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's there awesome you go. Question. Actually, there are they're, they're actually teachers all over the country. Several of them teach online, uh, but uh, the, the uh, that's one of the things that uh, we we promote in the uh, the spiritual response association, which is the mm-hmm. um, the umbrella organization that uh, is responsible for uh, making sure that all the teachers are uh, on book when they're when they're when they're teaching this stuff. And uh, we also right. coordinate classes throughout the country and actually throughout the world. Uh, the um, it's really popular right now in South America and in Asia. Really, we get a lot of uh new practitioners coming out of those areas. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh we're we're working on uh on pushing for the US uh the 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 uh <laughs> the number of classes in the US have gone down in recent years but the uh, the number of classes in uh in Europe and in uh Asia and South America have really exploded. Uh so it's uh it's going strong.
0: Mm apparently well Maybe uh, in the course of uh, what we talk about here, and in the course of learning more about what the, your organization, your association does, maybe somewhere along the line, I'll figure out why I bought the books.
1: You know, if you get any <laughs> clues, if it tells you,
0: give me, let me know. Just you know, I'd I really like to know. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean there are there are several SRT practitioners who are self taught, who who just use the books and, and learn how to use it on their own. Um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily cool. recommend that uh, because the books are a little dated. Um, mm-hmm. you, there are some of the charts in like in the Freedom Path in the back of the Freedom mm-hmm. Path. There there are charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the charts are uh, a few years old. They they've updated since then. Um, oh, is that right. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, the uh, you know because when you put when you publish a book, you're kind of taking a snapshot of that particular moment. Right. And <laughs>
0: That's the way it works. And, uh,
1: That's true. Well, while a lot of books are, are can stand the test of time, uh, you know, like the Neville Goddard books can stand this test of time, uh, mm-hmm. you still need a decoder ring. You still need a. You yes. still need a, a way of uh, looking at it from the perspective of the time in which it was written, because yeah. books are a time capsule of a particular moment. Yeah, no mm-hmm. kidding. And, uh, so to get the, the truly updated information, uh, the best way to learn SRT is from a certified SRT instructor. And if you just go to, um, uh, the spiritualresponse.com, uh, there's a list of teachers there. And you can, if you are interested in learning this stuff, that's, that's the where, that's the place to go. And, uh, you just contact the teachers directly. They'll let you know when they're doing their next classes and whatever. A lot of them like to teach live. Um, The classes are usually very small, um, only uh, five to six people in each class. So there's a lot of time for sharing, a lot of time for practicing. And the teachers really pride themselves to uh, do a very high-quality job when they do their instruction. And you can just take the basic class. There's a basic class. There's an advanced class. And if you really like it, then you can become a certified consultant, which is what I am. Um, and if you really love it, then there's a path to go on to be a teacher, and there's also other areas that we, other kinds of classes that we teach through the association as well.
0: It's all good, very good. I, I, I have to admit, I'm still confused why I bought them because I really don't want to be a practitioner. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I plug what you're doing and what the others do. It's, it's just not something I really want to do. I don't want to do any coaching with it, I don't want to yeah. do anything like that. Um, I, I honestly, I, seriously, I'm drawing a blank. No. I really don't know why I bought them. I really oh, have I'm no to be more idea. you knowledgeable. Well, if you read, read the, the first
1: yeah, <laughs> it, if you read the first few chapters of um, my book with uh, with Conscious Conduit, it uh-huh. um, is a a user's guide for beginning practitioners, and uh-huh. it doesn't talk. It doesn't really talk about becoming a practitioner in the sense of. Um, uh, opening up your own practice that's in part two and part three but the first no. you read the first part of the book it's all about how to use it in everyday life how to make how to use the pendulum and your connection with spirit and the charts to um, make better food choices how to make better career choices make make better relationship choices and these are all uh, a very personal journey uh, so that the first part of the book is all about how to use this stuff as a personal journey, and it's useful for people who are self-taught or for people who are who have took a just a basic class. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you know, then part two and part three is about you know if you want to go the go the next step. Uh, the other thing
0: that I've been noticing too, and and it makes sense as I think about it because it's designed as I guess kind of like a diagnostic. Tool. I mean, you're using connection Mm -hmm. to spirit to help figure out what's going on. So when you look at the charts, the charts are mostly about all this bad crap. But I'm thinking, well, what about the good crap? (laughs) Where does the good crap show up on the charts? And and I don't quite
1: Uh, chart nineteen. Chart (laughs) nineteen. Okay.
0: (laughs) Specifically.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Chart nineteen is where all the good. Actually, in chart six B. Sorry, chart six B. And chart nineteen—that is where where the good crap is. All good stuff. Good. I'm glad there is some. I was beginning to wonder. <laughs> yeah, uh, chart nineteen is specifically called "How to Change Your Life." It's <laughs> oh, okay. a good title. And it's knowledge. and it's a lot of LOA stuff in that one. Is it? Okay.
0: All right. Very good. So are are we going to continue with uh, helping Alex? Is that like what our plan is for uh, today?
1: Absolutely. We got a we got a treat today
0: we have so, a treat Alex are you ready for a treat I don't know are you ready, I'm for, ready for something it's been a this weekend is, for me
1: <laughs> oh okay well I guess she's ready then <laughs> well okay just as an introduction where we've been so far this is like our fifth session
0: last time uh, and, and around the
1: um, and around session five is where we we break out this particular protocol so where we've been we have uh we've gone through the basics we have uh dived, we've dived deeper into what the um what the lessons are or what the patterns are in the the trauma and we've uh, done a lot of clearing in our last session we did an inner child research or re- inner gi- child progression it's also called mm-hmm. where we explore all of the um Uh, the negative patterns that are put on, uh, put on us, uh, from other people, especially in early childhood through adulthood. And also it goes into, uh, our life pattern, our life plan we, that we put together for ourselves before we incarnated. So now that we've got all that information and all that, um, those ideas together, now we're going to do what we call a brain restructuring. A brain, rest- the, the purpose of a brain restructuring is to now go into the physical uh, synapses of the brain and change the patterns in them. And the reason why we do this is that when you have a repeated pattern in your life, your it's kind of like muscle memory. That the synapses in your brain follow a certain pattern. And if you're a kind of a person who is constantly being a, having a negative, uh, pattern in your life, it actually becomes like muscle memory in your brain where those pathways are constantly being followed. So it makes it very difficult to change those patterns, especially, um, when your brain has been kind of hardwired to that from repeated habits. What this process does is it figures out what those negative habits, um, what the basis of those negative habits are. And then we replace them with positive habits. And <clears throat> then we get high self to apply them to actually change the, um, the, the way the synapses in the brain work so that way it becomes easier for you to manifest a positive um uh pattern in your life. Okay? That makes sense? Yep.
0: Does it feel comfortable, Alex? Because I mean I, I know what Bill is driving at but honestly some of the terms he used, it almost sounds like brain control that he's talking about here, like mind
1: control. <laughs> Well, it's, it's not exactly that. <laughs> but what it is, what it is is, well, I mean, well, okay, let's put it this way. If being mind controlled allows you to let go of old patterns and <laughs> find new positive off. patterns, <laughs> I think I don't, I wouldn't mind getting a little bit of mind control sometimes. <laughs>
0: It's all semantics, Walt. It's all semantics. Well, this is where my hackles go up because I think to myself, uh, it's like a despot who says, yes, but I'm a benevolent despot. Like, yes, <laughs> a
1: benevolent despot. <laughs> well, again, this stuff, this stuff, since it works with high self and uh, you're, you still have freedom here, you still have uh, the power okay. to choose to go back to your old patterns if you want Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. That,
0: as long as we got that freedom, then, that, then, then I'm good. Yeah, that's fine. All
1: the all the work that we do can be reversed if you want. Like, anyone would it, but... want to is beyond my comprehension, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you've been brainwashed. But that's, no, no. But that's <laughs> Actually, that brings up a very interesting point because a lot of people um, are very comfortable with their pain. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah, all yeah, very cool. comfortable with their, um, their negative patterns because mm-hmm. it's, this work is very scary for someone who has got been doing negative stuff for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Because you're, what you're doing is introducing something completely different, and that can be very scary. And some people are like, no, no, I'll just take the pain because at least that's <laughs> the devil I know rather than the devil I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's very common. It is, yeah, very, very common. So, um, let's give it a shot. <laughs> All right. Okay. Alex so,
0: okay. So, that's really the main thing. As long as it's Alex is okay with it. Because if the subject is okay with I'm it. I'm
1: cool okay. with anything. <laughs> so okay. okay. The first thing we do in, the, um, in a brain restructuring is we first get a baseline. And this is mm-hmm. basically a, uh, if you've ever gone and had, uh, neural testing. Uh, yep. And where they where they test out, you know, where you're right hand dominant, left hand dominant, you know, what all that mm-hmm. stuff. We do that actually with um, a uh, with a form here that I've, that I'm going to follow along. And instead of having you do the work, you know, in an office where you're filling out the survey, we get High Self to fill out the survey for you. Nice, no paperwork, cool. I love it. So the paperwork's actually done on my side. So the first thing (laughs) we do is we figure out what your dominance patterns are. So you're generally right-handed, right-footed, left eye, left ear, uh, left-brained, which is interesting. I thought you'd be more uh, right-brained.
0: I don't know. What's the difference?
1: Uh, a left-brain person, a, a, a left person is more of a logical person, and a, a right-brain person is generally more creative.
0: Yeah, um, no, I'm definitely
1: left. Okay, and your logic centers and your creative centers seem to be right. So now I'm going to go to a number chart, and I'm going to measure your... Modalities. I'm going to assess assess your modalities. So first is intuitive. So now what we're going for here in the number chart is the lower the number, the better. Zero to one is best. Anything above that is not so good. So now we're going to look at your (laughs) intuition. Intuition is a three. That's not bad. Your feelings Feeling is a 10. That is not so good. Oh, dear. <laughs> Visual. Visual is a 1. Uh, the ability to take action is a 0, so that's not a problem. Your analytical brain, uh, the ability to analyze things is at an 8. What? Your your logic, your ability to to use logic to make decisions. Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Is an eight. (laughs) What? (laughs) Your ability to express yourself verbally is a zero. No surprises there. That's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) And your ability to listen. Ooh, you're not going to like this. It's a ten. (laughs) What? <laughs> I what strikes me mean, about
0: this whole system so, is that it's almost like playing golf. The lowest score wins. Like, what? The lowest yeah. score
1: wins, right, right. So that
0: alone kind of messes with your head. And then you say you took 10 strokes to get into the hole on logic or whatever it was. And I say to right. myself, what?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> are, are you sure you have the right spirits lined up there, Bill? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. We, we, we did that clearing in the beginning. So, your, double check. Um, maybe do, someone's do judging me up there. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> okay. So your, um, your eyes, your, um, so the ability for your eyes to take information to the brain, uh, to the right is strong, to the left is strong, which is good, but your up and down is not so good. Um, homolateral crawl. <laughs> What the is <laughs> what and, and the cross crawl are are good you don't know, we don't need to figure that out uh you're reading not, hold, brain hold on, hold on. i, I got to go back here yeah we do what, what, we do need earth, to figure are, it out what what, what, are you what, talking what on about? earth
0: are we talking about a problem with your eyes going up and down what on earth does that mean
1: it, what it means is the i eye, the eyes are the is a as a way of bringing information to the brain uh-huh okay so the um, what you want is for that ability to be strong by looking um, to the right, to the left, and up and down. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're strong to the right and to the left, but up and down is not so strong. Again, we're, 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 what we're doing is we're assessing the physical brain. Okay. Okay. We're assessing your physical brain in relation to what high self is is telling us. And there's a reason why we're doing all of this, this all mm-hmm. this baseline stuff, because after where we've completed the um, the brain restructuring, we're going to go back to this and figure out where you are. Gotcha. Okay. Let's see if to see if we've corrected any of these issues. Mm-hmm. So you're reading great, I'm out, okay, I'm fine. Just, for me,
0: it, I mean, it's a good thing I'm not the subject here, because I'd be flipping out. But. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So your attitudes. I want to learn to read is weak, which is not good. I want to succeed is strong, which is good. I want to fail is weak, which is good. I want to be sick is strong, which is bad. (laughs) I want to be well is weak is also not so good. Uh,
0: And i got another question for you. And this is a serious question. Why ask about being sick and about being well as separate questions? Why are they separate?
1: Well, um, I I believe it has to do with... um, uh, Asking the uh, the figuring out what you want as opposed to what you don't want. These are not worded in the negative. You know, mm-hmm. I I don't want to be well. It's not saying I don't want to be well, or I or you know like uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I when you say I don't want something, what spirit hears is the something. It doesn't hear the don't want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's why it's worded in this way. So, it, right. so it I, it words it in a in a in the positive. So I want to be sick because that is a that is a um, expression to the universe of what do I want, and we want that to be weak.
0: We don't. Oh, right. well, yeah, I understand that. Sure, but, but my question is more along these lines. I would I would not be at all surprised if. And, and you have a number of different questions like this where, where yeah. it's seeming op- opposites. I mean, we know as deliberate creators that the opposites are actually thing and lack of thing. But we do right. think of wellness and sickness as being kind of opposite to each other. So if we think that one person is uh, high on wellness, we kind of expect the, the sickness part to be low. But the right. fact that it's even asking the questions at all suggests that there can be times where sickness could be high and wellness could be high or sickness could be low and wellness yes. could be low. That is true, yes. And that's what I'm asking about. Tell us about that. I don't understand what that means.
1: It is it is possible to have contra- contradictory thoughts in your mind and in your spirit at, at a given time. And okay, we call so that cognitive dissonance. Yes. Okay. okay, got it. Right. Got
0: it. Okay.
1: Yep. I'm with okay. you. Okay. So um, So, okay, so we got your focus and your ABCs both being weak, which is not so great your ability to breathe and your comprehension of numbers is strong, which is also, which is good. What? So, that's crazy. Cause I'm horrible at math. <laughs> that's not, we're not talking math. We're just talking the ability to understand numbers.
0: Okay. All
1: right. <laughs> so, uh, peripheral visions. How's your peripheral? It's okay. So let me, I'll, I'll explain this in a moment. Um, now, with peripheral vision, ide- ideally we want your f- peripheral vision to be strong to both sides, mm-hmm. okay? So that you get a, a full breadth of the world around you, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When I just did the peripheral vision, it's mm-hmm. more like this
0: mm-hmm.
1: for you. So it's, it's so we so you have a tendency to ignore what's in the periphery and just focus on what's ahead. Yep.
0: Okay. I got a question Already. there too. My question there is um now I, this is Alex who we're we're Hi. working on right here but if Hi. it were me who was in the chair in my left eye I have macular degeneration. So I mm-hmm. left eye I can't see straight forward. I can see peripherally but yeah. I can't see straight forward. And I presume I'm I'm going to assume for the sake of discussion that this mm-hmm. process would detect the fact that I can't see straight forward. What does that tell us though?
1: Not, actually, we're, we're not talking about your physical sight here. We're talking about peripheral in terms of um, being aware of awareness around you.
0: But if I have no straight ahead sight in my left eye, how can I be aware of something that's straight ahead?
1: Uh, you're, but you are aware of it in your life, right? You're aware, aware of where you're going.
0: You're, so not, you're not straight up bumping
1: ahead. into doors or anything like that. So the straight
0: ahead and the side to side aren't so much physical as they are metaphorical.
1: They are metaphorical, yes.
0: That's where I was trying to get to.
1: Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so this is this is
0: basically a metaphorical exam.
1: Yes, it is a metaphorical exam in the sense of how does your brain process all of this energetic information that is being sent to you, which is why we're asking high self to do it. And we're not getting you and we're not putting you in front of a machine.
0: <laughs> and that, that matches up with what I was reading in the book uh, just this morning, actually, because it was uh-huh. talking about, uh, I don't remember exactly how it said it, but kind of the gist of it was that um, it's not about changing reality. It's about changing the way we think about reality.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, great. I'm gonna take some charts out of my book real quick, so that way we can speed this up a little. Um, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to figure out what the negative concrete base is. Now, negative concrete base are the things that we decided to put into our our um, into our brain structure at a very early age. And we're, so we're going to first dete- detect when it happened, and then what it was, and then come up mm-hmm. with a statement from it. This, this technique I actually use when I'm doing all my clearings as well. Is I I, I take information from multiple charts and allow it to tell me a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first we're going to go to the first one. Is so in the womb. You had you made a decision, so we're going to, so it's going to be uh, 6, ten, 8, 10. Where are we at? 6. Um, all right, we got health abuse. We're just going to do, for the sake of time, we're just going to do 2. We usually do 3 to 4, but, you know, we're, we're already at 8.31. We, we want to get all this in and still discuss it. All right.
0: So I kept asking
1: all the questions. Sorry about that. Huh? <laughs> that's
0: okay. <laughs> I to all the questions. I just took up all the time doing all those questions. So that's
1: nice. no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's, it, it's just that um when I sit down and do a brain restructuring, when I do a full re- brain restructuring, it generally takes just over an hour to do, and ah. we don't have over an hour. So that's that's why Great. we're gonna. All
0: right. well, we gonna do part two next week.
1: We Well, yeah. Generally, this is best done as a um, as, all at once. Because we're right now we're setting it up, and so we got to clear it out. Um,
0: me... I envision oh. all so the hundreds they of horses we have waiting for Bill to take his measurement and see what the measurement is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So in waiting the on bated breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So in the womb we have the um the inner child decided uh so I, what came up was health abuse inner child and vengefulness mm. Oof. So uh was the uh, again was the uh, vengefulness against a particular person it was um was it a a parent was it, was it somebody else? Ah, oh, sorry about this. I hate it when it does that. <laughs> uh, it was, okay, so there was some angel stuff involved. Alright, I'm, I'm gonna have to look at that a little further. Okay, let's go to the next one. <laughs> uh, so at two weeks, we have Dreamer, uh, World Energy. Is it actually World Energy Racer? World Energies and and so so. Let's see. Um, at two weeks old, you said that. World energies are going to, or that my, uh, I'm going to be something else. No, <laughs> it's interesting. All to right. watching, watching. I'm sorry. Of it's, video it's, video it's, <laughs> it's giving me it's giving me stuff that, it, that requires a little more creed, a little more um, thought.
0: Yeah. Earth. Well, I can Earth. understand. I mean, you're getting all these messages uh, through your pendulum, but essentially from. A spiritual side which is giving you a lot of yes or no answers and and some uh small degrees of clues here or there and you're supposed to piece that together into a coherent whole that we can understand in english that,
1: that's not always <laughs> easy
0: uh, hmm. i mean in my little experience with practicing with a pendulum just learning how the darn thing works right i'm finding that there's there, there's so many little tests that you're doing. Just just try to get a feel for how the whole thing is. And then once you get it going, then you got more tests. You're, you're constantly testing everything. And just,
1: mm-hmm. okay. So at birth, uh, my, uh, my critical parent is going to um, – makes me – my lethargic critical parent makes me feel guilty.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. <laughs>
1: that's a complex yeah Yeah. okay alright so what we do with this now we've got to figure out your present life negative base so we have to come up with two or three of those I'm trying to imagine a
0: lethargic, critical parent nah (laughs) that makes sense (laughs) <laughs> Does it really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine what the kind of being that is. I mean, what's it like to be lethargic and critical at the same
1: time? It's like, it's, you know, like it's, 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 the, it's the you don't take care of me. <laughs>
0: yep. Yep.
1: Um, okay. I got it. All right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that comes up again. So the negative concrete base is um, failure, self-limitation, and guilt. So there's a fear of failure, there's there's a, a, a desire for self-limitation, and the guilt associated with that. So, so these are... These are... Um, these statements and these things that you've established in your life, these are the patterns that you have put into your mind... Uh, Uh, synapses Mm -hmm. okay so there is so we can make an argument here that you've kind of hardwired yourself to be a failure you've hardwired yourself to feel guilty you have hardwired yourself to always limit yourself to not Mm -hmm. to not have the greatest personal expression
0: so, oh, we can say about about a lot of people. I mean, probably millions of people
1: do
0: that's that. That's true. That's,
1: why this, yeah, that's why, why this work is so important, because there's a okay. lot of people who need this work. <laughs> so what we do then is we change these statements into positive ones. So, um, all right, so I am... Am happy and uh uh grateful for my life. That's how we change the first one around. Uh the dreamer, world energies, and moody. Um I am free to be me. So I'm not going to allow. Uh, what we're basically saying we're not allowing world energies to influence us. And um, let me see. Uh, uh, I am uh, full of action and and free. So. Again, so now these are positive affirmations that you would, these are things that I would instruct a client then to repeat themselves as a mantra to, um, to allow this, the, the what we call a brain mind meld to, uh, establish itself. So these are so this is how we change all that negative stuff around. I am happy and grateful for my life. I am free to be me. And I am full of action and freedom. Oh, freedom. That came up. I'm So, again, instead of having this inward um, retreat, this self-limitation, this feeling guilty for being who I am, we're now going to change all that into something a lot better. And then we... Get the, then we uh, ask High Self to clear. And now we do that.
0: Well, two out of the three of those I've already discovered in recent years.
1: Okay, good. So now, it, so what this does is it's good that you've already discovered them. Mm-hmm. And now what we're going to do is we're going to instruct High Self to now change those. Okay. So we're, this is doing we're go, taking the work to another level. Mm-hmm. Whereas before what we were talking about is the knowledge of the pattern or the program is for some people it's enough to be mm-hmm. able to change the pattern. But for other people, that we actually need to go in there and say, okay, um, I keep reestablishing these old programs. These new, these old programs keep reestablishing themselves. So there's something wrong. I'm not hardwired here. My, my hardwiring's bad. Mm-hmm. So now we're going in to change some of the hardwiring. Mm-hmm. To make it easier for you to embrace those more positive affirmations. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So I got. Um, it says I'm finished. Do we have a brain mind meld? We do have a brain mind meld. So then now what we're going to do is going to go back to our uh, original uh, or the original sheet here. And now we're going to go back to evaluate, see if anything that we determined was not right has been fixed. Okay. Okay. So going back, the intuitive was at a three. Where is it now? It's now at a zero. So your intuitive has now gotten stronger. Oh, everybody's
0: in trouble now.
1: The ability to (laughs) act on feelings is now on a zero. Um, The other one was analytical. How's your analytical? All right, it's now at a one. So it went from an eight to a one. The logic went from an eight to a zero. And the auditory went to a zero, so it went from a ten to a zero. So that's really, really good. Mm. Okay. So now the next ones that weren't so good was the eyes. For up and down, we had those as weak. Now it's at str- now the up is strong, and how's the down? Down is also strong. So we fixed those. So now we're going what were the other ones? Um, I want to learn to read was weak. Now it is strong. We, uh, what else was bad? Uh, I want to be sick was strong. Now it's weak, which is good. We've now changed the attitude. I want to be well went from weak. It's still weak. Okay, we still going to work on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Roll is (laughs) open (laughs) today. Uh let's see, your focus went from weak to now strong. And your ABCs went from weak to now strong. And now let's take a look at your peripheral. Peripheral is now still not perfect. So it went from this to this. Ideally what we want is this. Yeah. But it's now it's now it's instead of straightforward like wearing a set of blinders, it's now to the we've opened up the blinders a bit. Okay. What we want to do is we want to take the blinders off. I've always had better uh
0: hindsight than I had peripheral, so
1: (laughs) okay. All right. And so again we're going to solidify and then your homework would be to repeat the mantras, to uh, again have gratitude. You say I am happy and grateful for my life, or I am happy and have gratitude for my life. And then I am free to be me, and I am full of action and freedom. And freedom is an and, and actually the freedom is an interesting concept when it comes to this sort of stuff. And in, in, and and uh, Robert's first book is the Freedom Path. And, um, uh, freedom is a word that gets, you know, battered around a lot about what is free, what is freedom, what is not freedom. And, uh, you know, in political terms, sometimes we say, you know, freedom is, you know, the ability to choose your life, you know, economic freedom and whatever. But freedom is a a much broader concept
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because freedom in the sense of one's having control over one's life is that you are free to be making the best choices for yourself without the influence of your own getting in your own way and allowing other people to uh, get in your way. Mm. So true free uh, and freedom is not just uh, a state of being. It is a feeling. Mm hmm. It is it is something that you feel in your heart you know when when you are feeling truly free it's there's an opening that takes place in your heart mm-hmm. and, it, and it is in the heart it, it is centered in the heart center so to be free is um an incredible uh opening up of those um, of that uh, of whatever you know it's it's of it's a pretty an opening up of the possibilities of life. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it's not necessarily pointing in any one particular direction. Because sometimes people ask me, okay, now that I've got this freedom and whatever, what next? And the the what next is freedom. (laughs) It's freedom to do whatever the heck you want. You're free to do whatever you want, yeah. (laughs) Do whatever you want. And they're like, well, okay, well, can you tell me? And then they ask me a, certain, a specific question: Can you tell me what does this mean for this relationship, or that th- this job, or whatever? And I'm like, well, you just threw some limitations on it, and that's not freedom. Mm. Freedom is everything that is. It's all together. It, it's it's a, a feeling. It's a it's an emotion. It's not a thing. It's not some. Its freedom isn't something that you can grab onto it's it's mm-hmm. an emotion and that's what the and that's again what this brain restructuring is all about it's about to give you more freedom to um to change the patterns that have been going on in your life up to this point mhm all right um and i have to say that um um i had a someone contact me uh recently who hurt who listened to our last show And was interested in uh, seeing me as a client, and that was great. And uh, one of the questions she had was, uh, How long does this take? I get that a lot. (laughs) Everyone wants to know, okay, you're charging 60 bucks an hour. How much is this going to cost me? Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) And and I was mentioning to her that, you know, since uh, we've been doing these um, sessions online, um, how incredibly proud I am of Alex of you Alex of of the progress you have made that i just what i mean i don't live with you you know i don't see you every day but just what you've been doing on the show has shown such increase in your um ability to become vulnerable and that's mm-hmm. part of the freedom too uh you know the the one week you were talking about what it was like to live with mental illness mm-hmm. that was a that was a, an incredible risky thing to do on a personal level to talk about that stuff especially in a public forum it is it is so wonderful to be able to do that and then the following week talking about your um, the uh, families and how they work with that I mean so you um, I I am that is something that would have been more difficult for you to do I believe without the clearing because the because it, there's you know there's these barriers that we have. I mean we we think ourselves as being these wonderful open people who who um, are able to uh, express themselves and everybody loves us and we're we're an open book. But it's we when push comes to shove, we all have our own we all have our own personal boundaries. We all have mm-hmm. these places we, we don't want to go. It's the things we don't want to talk about because they're too painful or because we didn't even realize that we had barriers to them until they were brought up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to the ability to say, you know, screw it. I'm going to explore this and I'm going to... Um, I'm going to explore my pain and I'm going to release my pain by talking about it or by writing about it or whatever is an enormous step towards getting to that feeling of freedom. And again, I'm very proud of you that you were able to do that and you're, and you're getting, and and it's, so there's, I am, I am seeing progress. (laughs) Well,
0: thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) Progress is always very good, especially when it's big. Right. Yes. I will say I have been, Coming up with a lot of great ideas since the uh, first clearing.
1: hmm
0: So things, things have been coming to me, whether I got sleep or not. So.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So I, I do was, appreciate that.
1: And the thing is that the, the insomnia is a symptom. It's not a, mm-hmm. you know, like, we're going to address an insomnia. Well, you can't really address insomnia mm-hmm. because it's just a symptom. You're like, yeah. okay, we're gonna give you Ambien to deal with the symptom. Well, if we're right. gonna give, if we're gonna give you Ambien to address the symptom, we're not addressing the root cause. Right. And the root cause is the anxiety. Well, what's the root cause of the anxiety? Then we gotta go a little deeper. What's what, what's mm-hmm. the root cause of the anxiety? The root cause was, you know, there was a lot of these negative concrete base that was established. You had. Issues growing up, you had a uh, you had a, a a family situation that was not ideal, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, you have all these soul programs that you put into place before you were even born to put you into that situation, so that way you can study the contrast, that way you can be living the contrast. But now you're on the other side of that, and you are a you are um, now have the emotional maturity. To look back and say, okay, now I understand. Now I have a a basis to understand why I did what I did, what I learned along the way. Now we can say, okay, enough's enough. I'm going to live my best life now. And I'm going Mm -hmm. to take all of those experiences and they're going to make me stronger. I mean, I love like uh, Joel Elliston's stories about what he went through. And mm-hmm. how he wouldn't trade any of those horrible things that happened in his life for anything, because mm-hmm. it made them the person he it made him the person that he is right now. And, Agreed. Right. And so all of the horrible stuff that you have gone through in your life, um, every horrible moment, every anxiety attack, every um, failed relationship, has been educating your soul to. Get to this point where you're like, okay, got it, learned it, enough's enough, let's change it. <laughs> now some people never get to that point, you know, on their yeah. own, without, without help. Uh, some people are per- perfectly content and some souls are ser- perfectly content to be that contrast for their entire lives. Mm. <clears throat> And never get, and never get to the other side. But the nice thing though is we're now at a place in our development as, as humanity to say, okay, we are ready to start this ascension process to become more connected to spirit. And, um, the way to do that is to, we need to clear out some old, clear out our own, all, our old crap and come up with and live our best and highest destinies. Agreed. All right. That's my I speech.
0: I've got a question for you. Yes. This goes back about 15 minutes ago. You were talking about... <laughs> well, though, no, he was in the middle of a good thing there, so I didn't want to interrupt it. <laughs> <laughs> but you were talking about world energies. Yes. And we're world energies in some way affecting her. I don't remember exactly what you said, but the kind of gist of it was blocking those world energies from, from uh, continuing to adversely affect you. That, that was kind of where it seems to go. Um, and I guess when I think about that well first I, I, I try to define my terms that's that's kind of my normal thought process so when I'm talking about world energies what exactly do I mean by that Let's right start with that before I even try to ask a second question what what is that what is it, what are world energies
1: world energies are the currents of what is going on in the world and now I'm not talking specifically about the news per se or news or media per se because News and news media, and even what is what we use as entertainment, is heavily, heavily filtered stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so um, you can't really call that world energy. What you can, but what is world energy is how is how is the zeitgeist. You know what they call the the um, but the, in German we call, call it zeitgeist, the the spirit of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going through a, a period of cleansing and emergence as a species. And so those are world energies. And it's a very um, painful process to clear out this old stuff.
0: So when we're talking about world energies, we're not talking about any individuals who are outside of ourselves or any group of individuals outside of ourselves. We're, we're talking about this sort of collective vibration that's going on on, on a global basis.
1: Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And, and we can be influenced about- by that
1: because our own freedom, our own sense of freedom, is limited by that. If mm-hmm. we allow ourselves to be caught up in that current, we are not free. We are now being. We are now just part of the the crowd. or part of the mob. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> which which is that raises the question that I think I'm ultimately going toward, which is what is the I, I I want to say this without applying a morality concept to it. Okay. What is the what what is the preferred value of having world energies?
1: The preferred value of having them?
0: Yeah, in other words, why would we want to have them at all?
1: We want to have them at all because human beings by and large want to feel like they belong to something. It's, it's so too, what we're talking about
0: is is belonging to something without being controlled by it.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: Now I understand what we're talking about. Okay. Yes.
1: There it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, want, we want to be part of the larger group, the very, very large group. But, right. but we don't want the group to be controlling our lives. We want to be independent. Right. And that is right. ultimately not just the human experience. That is the soul experience. That's the spirit experience. Experience. Right. Mm-hmm. We are part of the collective, but we are also individual at the exact same time.
1: Right. Yes. And, and the more people who can find that freedom path, the more that the world energies are influenced by that.
0: Because the, the overall global vibration, so to speak, improves Increased. the more and more people. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And it's an interesting concept, this this concept of world energies. Because when I think about vibration, I think about a single object or a single person or, you know, thought or whatever, a single thing. Um, but what we're talking about here is a collective vibration. And a collective right. vibration actually consists of a whole bunch of other vibrations all doing their own vibrating thing, you know. And, and somehow we're considering that to be one collective. It's almost like... Um, uh, in economic terms it's almost like uh uh looking at the, at the world in terms of macroeconomics in terms right. of you know okay we have this this uh, global national global product or, or the this national product you know and this represents our economy which right. is in many ways very misleading mm-hmm. but uh, it, it it has some value for an economist who's trying to get a handle on what's going on with the economy but right. from the perspective of trying to deal with you know what do you do when you're making your purchases or what's going on with your job or you're trying to get a house. It, it, it really doesn't apply to all that. And so it can be confusing. And right. I, I kind of equate the, the, the world energies thing to that. I mean, there's, right. there's this big picture that helps um, spiritualists understand what's going on, but it really doesn't help you un, understand anything in your own personal life. It's just, it's right. just kind of there.
1: And one of the, when I, when I used to be a news junkie, I made the argument, well, I want to understand the world energies better. And (laughs) the problem with that is, since it's so filtered and so biased, you're only getting one point of view. Right. And it is a very filtered point of view. Mm. And it was only until I started working with this, doing this work, and um, meeting people on a one-on-one basis and um, helping them... And 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 listening more to channelers and to people who are more of a higher vibration, did I realize that it, all of that is just just noise, and it's a it's a and it's a means of mind control in a way. You know, they mm-hmm. want you to to think a certain way and feel a certain way, and it's and 99% of it's negative base. It's to feed all of this fear. It's to feed all of this whatever, in order to get you to buy a product or get you to buy into whatever they're selling. Mm-hmm. And that's not freedom. That's, that mm-hmm. is the opposite of freedom. <clears throat> and Susie,
0: so, also, Susie also uh, put in a comment about what we're talking about here, and I wanted to get that in while we have a little time left. She says, I think that world energy's collective consciousness is, I think of that more as a mirror as within so without that the hermetic concept right. macro and microcosm it's another form of awareness to build the self she says what do you think
1: no no i i agree it, it it's mm-hmm. um yeah it, it, that goes pretty much along with what we were talking about before
0: mhm okay all right good um, we only have a couple of minutes. I, w- I want to make sure I get the announcements in because I have been remiss in that department. So let me get them in now. If you're not yet a subscriber to the podcast, please become one. You can see we do some pretty crazy, wild things here, and they're pretty interesting. Um, so become a subscriber. Uh, we have links most of the places that these uh, podcasts are published. But if you don't see a link, just go to LOAToday.net, and on the homepage, right at the top, you'll see a great big – button that is labeled for your particular operating system, just click it, it will walk you through the steps, and that will subscribe you, and all the episodes will come streaming to your smartphone as we publish them. And then as you're listening, and even watching, if you're watching the video, um, you know, share the fact that you're watching so that more people get uh, their daily dose of happy. And most people are are not aware of us. And the more people who become aware, that's more people who contribute to the raising of that global world energy vibration we're talking about. So <laughs> please do subscribe and share. And, Bill, uh, I, I know you got uh, somebody who expressed interest and came to you and perhaps is actually turning into a client. Others may want that as well. How do they reach out to you?
1: You can run. Uh, I think the, the easiest way to reach me is through Facebook. Um, Vital Bioenergetics is the um, is the uh, the Facebook page. Also, you can find me at William G. Um, I also have two books out there. And uh, just just booked yesterday. Um, I'm going to be doing a speaking engagement at the Mind Body Spirit Expo in Saratoga Springs, August. 10th and 11th. I'm also going to have a booth, a booth there doing, doing clearings. So, uh, if you find yourself in the Saratoga Springs area in August. That would be, I would, that would be great to have, to have people stop by. And, um, and, and, uh, cl- I can do, I do clearings through Skype. I through, and, uh, online and whatever. It's just as effective as doing it, uh, one-on-one. And, uh, cause, you know, I'm in Vermont and not many people get to Vermont <laughs> unless they're, uh, <laughs> Unless they're going to try to go skiing. <laughs>
0: well, plus, Saratoga is a beautiful place to go in August because that's when uh, the big horse races are. That's when the Whitney Stakes right. are and the Timber Stakes. So, yeah, it's a great place to be in August. <laughs> By all means, go to see them in August. And, uh, um, Alex, is there anything going on with uh, uh, your your uh, podcast or spoiler alert that we should know about? Uh, lots of stuff. I don't want to spoil anything, ironically. Ah. But... Um... <laughs> We're talking Game of Thrones since being this the last season, and we're talking lots of lots of things are actually ending this season. so we'll be talking about that. very good. And where do they find spoiler alert? Uh, you can go find me on anchor fm slash Alex in Wonderland That's Alex with a Y or you can find me on Spotify or Google Play. All right, there we go. So thank you, guys. This has been educational as as usual. I, I guess we continue with the brain restructuring next week, Bill. Is that right?
1: We can do a little more of that. Absolutely.
0: All right. So that's something cool,
1: cool, to look cool. forward
0: to. All right. So thank you, guys. Thank you to our live stream audience. Thank you to our podcast listeners as well. And we will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.